welcome to the 31 Oils podcast. I'm Jen O'Sullivan. This is a place for free, fast-paced, and focused learning to boost your personal wellness journey. You can find more of my resources over at jenosullivan.com and also 31oils.com. All right, are you ready for today's topic? Let's get started. Let's talk about prepubertal gyno. Comastia, okay? So gynecomastia is the breast, breast tissue that forms in boys and men when there's an endocrine issue. And so one of this, there's a study that was done and it keeps getting recirculated in different articles uh, that make it look new. <laughs> uh, and you'll even hear doctors claiming lavender and tea tree oil cause breast development in boys. Okay. Or you'll hear them say lavender and tea tree oil are estrogenic. So I want to uh, debunk this myth. I want to help you understand where it came from. I want to help you know how to share with others why this is ridiculous. Okay. So, um, so let's just get right into it here, because when you when you have the knowledge, when you understand where it came from, there's no kind of question of, I don't know, like maybe, right? Because that's the problem. People, when they hear it from a doctor, they, they assume it's fact. And doctors are people just like all of us. They bleed too, and they don't know everything. Uh, so there was a study done in 2007, and it's posted on the New England Journal of Medicine, it's called prepubertal gynecomastia linked to lavender and tea tree oils. Okay, so the title alone is, uh, you know, exciting. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. People read this study and they don't, A, know how to read studies, and B, they don't read the whole thing. So I want to give you some tools to arm you, to help you share with people simply why this is not true. So the easy answer is lavender and tea tree oil are simply not estrogenic. All right. So interestingly, when the BBC, a BBC article came out recently, like in 2018, and at the end of the article, if you would read to the end, it said, at present, there is insufficient evidence to support the concept that in sh- that exposure to lavender and tea tree oil containing products contain cause gynomastomia or gynomastia in children and further epi- epidemiological uh epi- epi- <laughs> words with me you guys epidemiological and experimental studies are required so um this is an issue because if you were to look at the study Okay, so if you were to actually take a look at the three boys that they studied, it was three boys that they that presented with breast tissue growth. Each boy used something that was super diluted. It was some had lavender, some had lavender and tea tree in it. And they were shampoos, soap, lotion, balms. And there's no mention of the ingredients in those things. There's no mention of the boys' eating habits. Were they going to McDonald's every day? You know, there's no mention of other things they could be using. All they said is they used it. When they stopped using it, they saw the breast tissue decline. (laughs) Okay, so 
Here's the biggest issue. We know that 90% of all lavender on the market is actually synthetic. And this is straight from the Lavenders Growers Association in France that 90% of what they export, which is the largest exporter of lavender essential oil on the planet, is synthetic. Okay, this is straight from the Lavender Growers Association. Okay, and this becomes a problem because we don't know if these products they were using was synthetic, right? We do know that all of the products that you can buy over the counter are pretty much all synthetic because they have to put synthetics in them as preservatives. They have to have things in there um, that probably are parabens or other things that could be endocrine disruptors. So to claim that the aroma, because they said the scent, the lavender scent that was in there caused it. To claim that is ludicrous, first of all, because there are so many other factors that are endocrine disruptors, and they are in the form of synthetics. All right. So let's just say for sake of argument that the lavender and tea tree were the culprit. Well, if you continue to read the study, what's very interesting to me is they did. They actually did this in vivo study on the three boys. That's in life. And then they did an in vitro study which is in test tubes, basically, using breast cancer cells. And any scientist knows (laughs) cancer cells respond very differently than normal healthy cells. And I have to question, why did they use cancer cells and not just regular normal healthy cells? So this entire study is riddled with weirdness (laughs) and none of it makes sense and anybody who's got a lot on their plate is not going to read through the whole thing I could even say most doctors wouldn't read through the whole thing and that's where this misinformation keeps getting promoted right that lavender and tea tree oil are estrogenic it is just not true So, in 2018, uh, NAHA, which is the National Association for Holistic Aromatherapy, posted a a kind of a let's put this to bed post, (laughs) and they they talked about that, uh, the actual journal um, in 2007, the the post that was, the the study that was posted, and what their, their statement is, NAHA, their official position is that they are safe, and they said that... Several industry experts have presented evidence that lavender and tea tree oil cannot be linked to prepubertal gynomastia. Okay, so this is an important thing to understand because the director of Director Jesse Hawkins, which is he's a PhD, presented a free workshop entitled um, Essential Oils as Endocrine Disruptors. And you can watch that. You can go to Naha.org and check that out. But I will say that um, it's very it's very interesting to me how fast misinformation flies. Okay, so I want to give you now some logical response to this because some people, some of you still will not be satisfied. Let's look at tea tree oil. And let's look at the population on the planet that uses tea tree oil historically for everything, (laughs) okay? Uh, And it would be our Australian friends. Australia is a massive producer of tea tree oil. It is part of their culture. It is part of their life. Uh, Anyone who lives there knows. uh, Historically, it is what every single military person was given in their pack, 
uh, to keep them healthy. And they would use it like as their first aid oil in their kit. And it's interesting to me that I don't see any Australian men with breasts at all. And they grew up using this for everything, okay? They apply it topically. They use it all over the place. They put it in all of their balms and serums and everything, right? They use it neat all the time. So so there's an issue here and a disconnect when it comes to even considering tea tree. If we were to look at lavender, all of us are using it all the time. I mean, it is the number one scent, Right? If you were to say, if you were to ask anyone anywhere, what essential oil do you think is the most popular? You would hear them over and over again say lavender because it's what everyone knows, right? Lavender, 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 lavender. Lavender essential oil is the most commonly understood essential oil and it's the most commonly used. If that's the case, why are we only seeing three boys who used other products that have endocrine disruptors in them? with minuscule amounts of lavender and tea tree, and why is lavender and tea tree getting the blame for something that can't be reproduced in anything? You never see this, okay? So just from a logical standpoint, we have to look at this as well. So I hope this has helped clear this up a little bit. I hope you are able to do your own digging. I always encourage people to do their own digging, but don't let anyone tell you that lavender or tea tree oil are estrogenic. Essential oils in and of themselves are not estrogenic. They don't have estrogen properties. They don't promote estrogen. What essential oils do is they actually help your cells regulate. So that means if you have healthy cells, your hormones will in essence, become healthier. And so when we look at the healthful regulate regulation of essential oils, we really can start to see how, oh, these are going to help my hormones regulate. They will not spike estrogen. They won't spike to testosterone. They won't spike, you know, any hormone that you have producing. What it's going to do is help regulate them back to how they should be operating. All right. So thanks so much for hanging out with me and we will see you guys soon. Take care. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and allowing me to be a part of your journey today. You can find all my books and other resources over at 31oils.com. And there are other ways to connect to me at jenosullivan.com, such as my YouTube channel, Instagram, and my training program called the Vitality Lifestyle Coaching Program that you can check out the syllabus and all that it has to offer over at 31oils.com forward slash VLC. Thanks so much. Until next time, I'm Jen O'Sullivan. No better do better, be better. This episode is brought to you by my lovely tea tree oil. Guys, I have so much tea tree oil that it is stocked in my refrigerator. Did you know that oils high in monoterpenes should be refrigerated if you have lots of them? So I encourage you to go ahead and grab all your citrus oils and all your tea tree. And if you have lots of frankincense, put that in there too. Store it in a refrigerator so that it stays for a much longer amount of time. Make sure they're upright because man, oh man, if you've ever experienced tea tree oil on its side, you will notice that it will eat right through the cap. (laughs) So we enjoy our tea tree oil a lot in this family and I encourage you guys to as well. Just keep them in a cool dark place or better yet, like I said, in the fridge. All right guys, be blessed. Take care.